Cause we got the alternative energy Unmicular free autonomy And welcome to the Radioactive Show Produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne And heard nationally on the Community Radio Network Welcome to the Radioactive Show I'm Michaela and today I'm bringing you more recordings I made on the Kalamili Walk a seven-day walk led by the Maru traditional owners against Kamiko's Kintai uranium mine. From the 5th to 12th of June, around 50 folks from around the country and the world joined Maru people to work from Pangor in the south of Kalamili National Park to Kintai proposed uranium mine in an area excised from the park in the early 80s. Last week we focused on the detail of the mine proposal and if you missed that show or you want to share it, you can find the podcast at 3cr.org.au backslash radioactive. Today we'll hear more sounds of the walk and voices of the walkers. You'll hear from folk who have been involved in the nuclear-free movement for decades alongside passionate people new to the story of uranium and even some folk we met along the way. We've got music from Winniada and Anoni and recordings of the beautiful sounds of life in the desert. We'll start off with Clifton Gergaba giving us an overview of the mine and the walk and then we'll go to a recording of some gathering of bush tucker. We've got Kanu Nancy Taylor showing folks how to gather witchetty grubs and that's recorded at Pimalu Camp. Hello, my name is Clifton Gergeba. I'm a Maru person. Today we have a discussion about mining in Kintyre, but we're trying to stop all this mining, chemical, from uranium, because it's important for us Maru people. That's why we get involved by walking, from Bano to Kintaya and get involved with the green and greening governments, agencies and elders, a few kids trying to work together as partnership to um, stop in mining company coming to Maru land. Now I came from Bano to support elders and few oil builders so that we can work together trying to stop this mining happening in Kintyre. So it's important for us to learn about our country through elders. Without this country we wouldn't have knowledge and will not be passed through mining and if it's go ahead and we don't have knowledge and land to talk about because the land is important for Maru so we can get more knowledge from our elders past and present so we can learn a young generation to come the water water source from Kalamilji runs through Lake Dora through Kunoridi and Lake Percival, there's there's um underground water reef, I think, water source running through the inland. And part of the water, we are searching for our soaks and water holes all around the murder termination. 
So through Kalamilji, the water source runs through inland. So it's important to stop this mining because the mining will destroy our water source out in inland from the canning to Lake Percival to Lake Dora and Lake Disappointment. Four. Three or four? Yeah. Four. 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 It's up there, but it's up and around the corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why are you yeah, yeah. getting it? <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <laughs> if it's up the corner, you, see, you can still get it. Yeah, I know. Trying, man. I'm trying. <laughs> you're trying, but you're not. He's <laughs> getting it. With a little wire. Not really trying. Yeah, With a little, little wire, you can put it in there. Ah, I'm trying hard enough. My name is Glenn Cook. I am a senior elder. I'm from the Ngandera land, from Warburton Ranges. I am on this walk uh, to Kintai, and we are walking against the uh, uranium. I've started this walk uh, back in 2010, uh, the first walk that we uh, walked away from uh, Waluna uh, to Perth. And this has inspired me uh, ever since. I, um, I thought that um, doing this, it reminds me of looking after a country which I, uh, I, I grew up and uh, the, uh, the environment that I, uh, I live in. Um, I, I care, care so much for the land and um, that's why I, I am uh, walking against it. Mm. And what's the experience been like for you over this week? The, the experience uh, this, this week has been uh, pretty much um, uh, something that, uh, you know, uh, uh, going back to the land again, uh, going back to the country, going back to the country where I, I grew up and I, I love doing that. So, uh, yes... So is Waluna, is that proposed mine on your country? 
Yes, uh, Wulura is the uh, is the uh, another uh, uranium deposit that uh, that is coming up uh, uh, very soon, and um, that's that's the one that I've been uh, talking about it uh, for a long time, and I'm uh, fighting against that. Mm. And so, what will be the next steps for you after this walk? After this walk, uh, we are walking on the Wolgajira walk. That's uh, to do with the uh, uranium as well, too, in Yaliri. So um, I am pretty much um, uh, still walking away from the uh, uranium and uh, fighting against the uranium. Mm, fantastic. Was there anything else that you wanted to add? Well, I'd say, I'd, I'd say that uh, the beauty of the country that we, uh, our forefathers has been living and um, they, um, they handed down generation after generation to uh, look after the country and uh, um, that's, what, that's what we're doing and we are... Uh, uh, by doing this, we are protecting the uh, the land and um, uh, trying to uh, keep the uh, uranium in the ground. So my name's Lavinia, and um, yeah, we're travelling through Australia, and then we decided to come into Desert Queen Baths, and we've bumped into a whole lot of walkers, and <laughs> we thought we'd stop and have a chat, and yeah, we're really intrigued and inspired by their efforts and it's a good cause and for the um for the local people and just for everyone in general in Australia like obviously we've only touched on the subject of um uranium mining we've only just found out a lot more information about it and um it's if we can spread the word and to try and halt this you know horrible thing from happening then we will um through our blog site and we've got a completely different audience to what um, everyone else probably here has. So if we can help spread that even further, then um, get to more people understanding what it, the actual impacts are, then we'll do our best to do that and write an article about the area. And we're just travelling through. And to think that this could be closed off is terrible just for people visiting, but for the people that actually live here is just a catastrophe. And then to lose all their history and all their stories, that would just be... Yeah, <laughs> that would be horrible. So if we can help spread the word and to stop it, then, yeah, if we can do all all we can and every little bit helps, I suppose. So. Um, my name is Simone Van Haddam. Um, I'm on the walk because I'm passionate about supporting the Maru people in protecting this country from Kintai uranium mine. Um, and also because this was a great opportunity to come back to this area where I spent a year as a child living in a nearby community. Um, And so um, I'm also connected to this campaign to protect this country through my work with the Conservation Council of Western Australia. It's been an honour to be walking on this country with the Maru people and with others who are passionate about protecting this country. Um, it's, we're seeing areas that um, 
we wouldn't normally see, hearing stories about how the land is used and seeing directly the importance of this area to the Maru people, including how they still use this land and have always used this land. Through my work with the Conservation Council, I'll be helping spread these messages and, and the experience of the walk and, and the campaign as it progresses. On a personal level, um, it'll be much easier to tell the story um, of this area and of the Maru people and, and how they're working to protect this country. Hoya means keep rowing. And for us, you know, um, we're walking tomorrow night, our last, I mean, tomorrow, our last day, we've got to keep on going and keep our spirit strong. So, yeah, this is a very, very old song. Listening to the Radioactive Show broadcast across these great lands on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to recordings from the Kalamili Walk Against Uranium. Let's return now to hear more from the walkers about their experience. Joe Valentine sitting in the red dirt here, right near the Kamiko Mitsubishi uranium deposit, which is never going to be mined. I really wanted to come here because I've been here several times before, not walking over the beautiful country with Madu people, but I'd been to Bangor several times and to this mine site back in 1988 when it was all go. There was a laboratory working and there were people rushing around in white coats and there was a very uh, well laid out little community with the paths between the houses and a swimming pool and a tennis court and bougainvillea draped artistically etc that was their spot for finding out all about the deposits here and then I went to visit Punmu which was a reasonably new backstation community at that stage they'd opened their school fairly recently and they were so proud to have a school part of the outstation movement and also to Bangor so I felt I really wanted to come back and reconnect with the people and also to, you know, assure them of ongoing support because that was 88. Then I came back again in 97 with a pilgrimage uh, uh, which included two 
Chernobyl survivors. And when they talked about what had happened in their country with the uranium when it went bad, with the reactor disaster there, I think it did help strengthen the resolve of people who said things like, well, we don't want uranium from our country going to hurt people in other countries or the land in other countries. And then I was here again in about 94, and that was uh, just part of the anti-nuclear movement coming out to check up and see how they were going. But, of course, a fair bit of Toyota dreaming had happened in the interim, and not absolutely everybody in the community was convinced that this was a bad thing, and that's, of course, exactly how the company plays it. They pay off or, you know, get on their side, just one or two, but that's all you need in a community that operates by a really deep consensus model. You only need a few who get their heads turned and uh, it can really ruin it for others. So when this was sold to Cameco and Mitsubishi, you know, they can say, well, we've consulted with the local people, you know, and all that. They can say that and their shareholders, mostly in Canada and Japan, wouldn't really know the detail about how long these people, most of them, have been struggling against this uranium mine. And, uh, you know, it makes me feel quite sick that companies internationally are still trying to get this stuff out of the ground, which is basically poison. As we went around the country on that pilgrimage in 1997, we heard it described variously by different uh, indigenous groups as either sickness country or punishment country. Gomangora was how one group uh, called it. Every uh, group would have its own wording for that, of course. But they said this stuff, it's... Very powerful, but it really should stay underground. It can do something good if it's underground because some of their elders used to go and get fresh energy from being near the hot rocks, as they called them, but not for too long. On the other hand, if people transgressed traditional law, they were often sent out there for a long time and they got sick and some of them died. So they were punished or you know, made sick and even to death. And that was without the stuff being disturbed. So that's what we kept hearing all the way around the country. And it was the Howard government at that stage. And I remember an amazing elder at a place called Dumaji in Queensland saying, you go to Canberra and you tell him, you tell that John Howard, leave it alone. Leave it where it is. We don't want it dug up. That's pretty clear. So I'm here to help reinforce that same message. I'm Lindsay and I'm from England and I heard about the walk because I've um, come out here to do a long walk myself and um, I found out about this so I wanted to find out more about it and the anti-nuclear programme and um, what people are doing. It's been an incredible experience, it's been my first kind of um, protest activist experience. I'm, I'm very green at home and voted green but um, in England. But um, the people are amazing, such a friendly group. Um, Everyone cares so much about their land and um, the Aboriginal land. And just walking along it has made me realise how important it is for other people to use their voices to um, protest and, you know, keep the uranium in the ground. My name's Irene and I've got my daughter Avi with me. She's nine months old. And we used to live out in Bangor in the community, which is just um, close to Karamili. We lived there for two and a half years. So I knew the elders who were coming along on, um, on the walk. 
And I knew how important that the country is. And in those two and a half years living out there, I sort of got the feel or a little bit of an insight and a little bit of a feel for it, how um, the indigenous people relate and belong to country. And I think if you rip, you know, if someone comes and rips out the land to get some minerals out, it's like, probably doesn't sound too good, but it's like ripping out the guts of, of one of your relatives in a way. That's probably how it, how, it, how I imagine it would feel like for the owners of this, of this land um, if someone goes and does mining and they are, are very gentle people and also caring about other people a lot so I think especially uranium taking uranium out of the country which can be very poisonous to a lot of people is um, a very big concern to them it's not just about their land it's also about the health of other people and they don't want to feel responsible poisoning other people with uh, something which is part of their land but I was very very I felt very honored to be able to walk with them um, on their grounds and to hear stories and I was um, very proud to see the support they got from everyone who was following their footsteps on the way from Bangor to Kintyre and that's a very powerful experience and it was great to get to to see that everyone was appreciating what was happening and that um, so many people got to share or have an insight in the country and in their knowledge Avi's yeah. oh, just chewing on a gum nut yeah. or on a rock or something <laughs> My name's Marcus Atkinson. I work with Walker Jura Walkabout and been one of the organisers for the Carl Amelia walk out here. And we're just kind of finishing up and loading up everything. But it's been an amazing walk. And I think what's really important, I think, in this campaign to really understand the effects that uranium mines have on the community and that is, is to come out here on country and to sit with the mob and listen to their stories and walk through the land that these mining companies want to destroy. And I think it, it then it brings that story from more of a, an intellectual understanding to being a real personal story and a real personal connection to, to this land and the mob that live out here. And at the end of the day, that makes us way more passionate to to carry that story to other people in the cities and around the country and and to really try and get an understanding of of how important this land is and how much it means to the mob that lives out here. And I think all of us, like non-Indigenous and people all around Australia, really need to understand the connection that the communities out here have with this land and what it means to them and it really is a part of them and we have to do everything that we possibly can to stop these mining companies from trashing their homes and destroying their future and culture. One of the standout moments for me I think is is some of the elders talking about like how we're probably the first like non-Madu people 
to, to walk through certain areas and, and to see some of the waterholes and just to be in this really remote area and be really, really privileged to to have that experience and to be welcomed and taken through the country and to have those stories shared with us is a massive privilege um, but it's also a massive responsibility to, to carry that message down and get people more involved in this campaign to, to help Māori people protect their home. That brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for tuning in. The Radioactive Show was produced in the studios of 3CR in Fitzroy, Victoria, on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. A massive thank you to the Maru for inviting us to join with them and to the walk organisers for their incredible work. You can find out more at walkingforcountry.com and just look for Kalamili Walk. Or if you're inspired... The Wokujira walkabout is starting on the 7th of August in Leonora and that heads to Yuliri on September the 7th and that's another of Kamiko's proposed mines. We'll go out with a song by Anoni recorded by Mia Pepper and this was at the handover of the Marupening Kalyu to the Museum of Contemporary Art in Sydney. We'll hear more from Anoni speaking at the Kintai Mine site on the final day of the walk in the next Kalamuni show. You are my sister, we were born So innocent, so full of need There were times we were friends, but times I was so cruel Each night I'd ask for you to watch me as I sleep I was so afraid of the night You seemed to move through the places That I feared you lived inside my world So softly Protected only by the kindness of your nature You are my sister I love you May all of your Dreams come true You are my sister And I love, I love you May all of your dreams come true We felt so differently then So similar over the years The way we love, the way we experience pain So many memories, but there's nothing left to gain from remembering faces and worlds that no one else will ever know You are my sister and I love you May all of your 
I see them come 